Hey guys, it's Laura. I just want to give you a little update before you listen to this episode. We pre-recorded this a couple weeks ago before coronavirus got really bad. So some of the things we talk about might feel a little out of context um, because Angela and I are now self-quarantined. All get-togethers have been canceled. Her wedding has since been canceled since we recorded this episode. You know that if you follow her on Instagram. So yeah, we pre-record some episodes, so I just want to let you guys all know that. Hope you're all staying safe. We hope this episode brings you some laughs, joys. Email us, let us know how you're doing, and enjoy the episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is how to relax with someone new. Which can be really hard to do right now when you're trying to stay relaxed. <laughs> and you want all their medical records. Amidst a global pandemic. Um, but we're going to try to help you figure out how to do that. Yeah. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, why wedding season 2020 is doomed. I can think of lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. And how to stay healthy. Um, this is hard right now. So we're going to we're gonna talk about it. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener whose ex made her feel insecure about intimacy and another who is nervous about having no experience. But first, Angela, how are you holding up this week? Last week, you had a lot of anxiety about, about everything going on with your wedding, which is valid. I was also pretty depressed about all my book events being canceled. Are you doing any better this week? I am still extremely anxious. But then again, I was extremely anxious before all this happened. So, you know, I'm just cranked up to an 11 right now. But I am grateful that I have a job that has allowed me to work from home. So uh, I can stay off the subways and I'm not interacting with people. At first, I remember I called you. I did a little FaceTime because I knew you were feeling down. Thanks. And you were like, yeah, I'm still working from home. Weren't you guys like switching off days or something at So that lasted about 24 hours until they were like, this is dumb. We're just going to send everybody home until further notice. Um, So yeah, now I am like on work from home until further notice. Luckily, we have a desk built for two because Ian is also on work from home. We are quarantined together. So I read a New York Times article about this that basically said if you and your partner are working from home together and you don't usually do that, get in different fucking rooms. (laughs) Um, We might come to that at some point. Luckily, we yeah, we have a table in the kitchen. We have a desk in the living room so we can we don't have to stare at each other. Um, It's been okay. There are lots of pros and cons, I think, to being quarantined with a partner. Actually, I know the quarantine isn't the right word. I just read like the different vocabs this morning. Yeah, yeah, you're quarantine right. is like see. if you've been exposed to somebody, which we haven't. I for know. The record, whenever, we're not sick. I keep posting on my stories about like oh, I'm quarantined and that I don't want people thinking I have the coronavirus because I don't think I do. Who knows? Maybe I do, but that's the easiest word. Self isolation is yes, the correct that's, term. That's right? more accurate, I guess. But yeah, so we are self isolating together. Um, we both went out and got a bunch of snacks and paper goods and stuff. So like in that way, and we're like, you know, combining our resources. So that's a good way uh, or a good perk of having a partner during the crisis. A bad thing is that he immediately started eating our snacks. And I was (laughs) like, you need to stop. 
This, this is our stash. Yeah. And then we were like making room for all the new snacks. And he was like, should we throw out these jelly beans? And I was like, those jelly beans might be our dinner in two weeks. Leave them alone. We don't know. Yeah. So prioritizing food has been an issue. Um, he You're is, like, eat the food that can go bad first. That's the plan right now. That's what I'm doing. Um, he has gotten a little slap happy. Ian does not like to sit down. He does not like to be contained. For me, I'm a little introverted. This is like... If it wasn't for, you know, all the death and destruction, being stuck at home is not a nightmare for me. I don't I don't mind it. But he is like going crazy. He's like, should we get into TikTok? <laughs> maybe. Maybe we will. Um, he was like, should we start a band? That's where I draw the line. Uh, I saw even like Jessica Alba. Like a lot of celebrities have been posting their TikTok videos on Instagram. That's the only way I've found them. And they're like TikToking. And I'm like, I can't. Like you're you're older than me. Like just don't. Just let the kids have their thing. Well, that's how I feel now. Give me a few more hours in self-isolation and I might need a new fun thing to do. Uh, he wants to start a band. The only instrument we have is a guitar, but he was like, it can be like stomp. You can start playing the the like empty buckets and stuff. So I don't know. I, I think that my uh, social media content is about to be popping from the self-quarantine. Great. Yeah. I, need, I need you to look you're you're very funny on Twitter. I don't really tweet a lot. I just like I use Twitter more for self-promotion, I guess you could say. I just post any articles I've I done. I use it for personal meltdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I I need when I go to Twitter, I'm like, I want an update on the news, and then I realize I'm not getting that. I need you to go through my Twitter and just defollow people that I shouldn't be following and follow people that you think are interesting for me. Would okay. you do that for me? I could th- I could do that. Although I certainly I don't know if I'm an expert because it's certainly adding to my own personal mental illness. Well, I but I want to I want other people that are stressing like I am. Okay. I can I can definitely find you some of that. Good. How how has your week been in these crazy times? Well, it's funny cuz earlier in the week I was stressing about should I keep my wedding website and that was what was on my head. Um <laughs> And I was like, because I got a thing about renewing my wedding website. My wedding was five years ago. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, I feel – do I need to pay, like, $95 to keep my wedding website for another year when I – it was five years ago. There's no reason to keep it up. But I still haven't taken it down. Now that's not really on my mind anymore. (laughs) I'm just thinking about surviving (laughs) and not killing anybody by accidentally infecting them. What? Maybe you could just take screenshots for the memories and then – save those somewhere yeah and then because there's no reason for it to be live nobody's going to it but you that's so true <laughs> are you sure well i don't know actually nicklovesLaura.com. nicklovesLaura.com. <laughs> i think that's still my wedding website we had two let me see if nicklovesLaura.com <laughs> is still working nicklovesLaura.com. going to it right now because i feel like nope, that's nicklovesLaura.com what... doesn't work anymore oh so it must be nick Laura. i don't even know what it is uh i'm gonna tell you right now what it is Hold on. Because I, I basically, I, I created, oh, lauraandnick.com. That's Amazing that that was available. Laura there and are other Nick, Laura and Nicks. Nick with no K. Oh, wait. That's not working either. Huh. What? Well, that makes that? your decision easy. <gasps> okay. I need to figure it out. All right. But I, I thought I pushed renew. All right. Whatever. Hmm. I'll figure this out. I have plenty of time. We're in quarantine. Yeah. You have nothing to I mean, do but self- think about these things. Isolation. Self-isolation. Well, so I feel like at the beginning of this coronavirus, Nick was kind of acting like I was like a Y2Ker <laughs> and that I was like, Nick, you need to go and get some medicine. You need to get some toilet paper. You need, I don't want to be one of those people that takes a 
ton of supplies and like right. leaves none for others. That's not that's right. not my jam. I think the people that went around and took all I just saw an article today about this guy that took seventeen went and when he saw it happening, he bought like something like seventeen hundred bottles of sanitizer. Yeah, but then he wasn't able to resell it, right? Exactly. And then so he was, it serves that guy, yeah, right? Fuck that guy. But fuck also just guy. what an asshole. Like why yes. what if asshole? Just take what you need for yourself and just let the market be the market. Don't try to use this as a money-making opportunity. Exactly. Piece of shit. Anyway, so I was like, we need to get some supplies. And he was like, Laura, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then by the end of the week, it became very clear. Oh, my God, the shelves are empty. You cannot buy hand sanitizer. He's like, it's not on Amazon. He went and made us. I was really happy because he went and made us some uh, from like alcohol and aloe vera, basically, is the recipe. It's pure liquid but it's just like a mix of fine. aloe vera as long as it works and and it works i mean if you pour alcohol on something it will disinfect it yeah oh uh, i don't even the aloe vera must be in there just to kind of offset the thought that you're putting pure alcohol all over your hands i guess it smells better and so i think he kind of started to get on board but i was very early to this uh, the only thing i regret is that i didn't buy masks early enough because now there are no masks except we have one that he found in his in his art equipment. But I think now he's realizing the gravity of it. And it's like that kind of thing like annoys me. It's like, okay, now the world's falling apart and you get it. But some of those supplies we needed, now we can't get it. I will say though, this is why it is sort of nice to have a partner because you need one. That's the hypochondriac to save your ass. Me. Yeah. When, when you're like sort of less, less quick to take action. Yeah. He's that's not- why we all pair off. Or try to. And like literally, Angela, earlier in the year, I was like, if we ever can like afford a second home, like we should get like a bunker type of situation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And he was like, I don't think I would know how to keep us alive in a bunker. So we would just be screwed. Like, okay, that's fair. But they have these communities I was reading about that are, they're basically like bunker communities. So like you don't need to, you don't need to be able to build a fire. Are the bunker communities like people that are sort of, agoraphobic and haven't interacted and gone no, I think there are a lot of like tech entrepreneur people that like oh. buy a place in these bunker communities in case shit goes oh, down oh okay so they're not like currently living there like mole people no they're not mole okay. people they're gonna be there so I was like I would love to like just look in maybe we can find like a very small <laughs> little apartment in a bunker community I don't know like why not just instead of a vacation home let's get a bunker home I'm all about having a safety net um well and he thinks i'm like batshit but now we're living if shit really hits the fan though you're gonna have to decide who you want to bring into your bunker with you are you trying to submit your application i'm just saying you're gonna have some decisions to make i i just i just want to feel safe i i don't know am i crazy i don't think that we're at bunker levels yet i feel like this virus though is a test pretty soon it's going to be just as contagious but it's going to be ebola that's like way more deadly okay let's not scare people including me the super bug is coming angela oh my god that are that's gonna that's gonna be a bacteria that's resistant to antibiotics i don't know i almost died well, earlier this year dead. i almost died earlier this year fighting a deadly infection yes one of the three ways you can die from coronavirus is kidney failure. I was born with one kidney. I'm a little freaked out. It's fair. It's fair. But you know what? We're dealing with it differently. And I don't think he realizes the gravity of the situation or potential future situations. And you've got to be ahead of the game. Have you tried screaming at him? I'm a compromised person. I mean, I, th- I, th- 
I told him, I was like, kidney failure is one of like the three things that happen to somebody. It's like sepsis, kidney failure. And then I think the other one is maybe like severe pneumonia or like your, your lungs fill up. And I'm like, kidney failure. I only have one kidney. So I'm more susceptible to that happening. I'm freaked out. And I already survived a deadly infection earlier this year. I don't want to try. Granted, that was that was like a bacteria. That was not a virus. That was like a bacterial infection from my appendicitis rupturing. But I already like survived almost having sepsis. I don't want to go through that again. I think it's good, though, that you guys are going to meet in the emotional middle. Like you're going to pull him more towards like being cautious, but maybe he'll also pull you more towards like all right, like let's breathe. Yeah, let's if breathe. all of our the money super bug is not here. Was just mine. We would not we would have sold off this apartment <laughs> and we would be living upstate in a bunker. Right. So maybe it's good that Nick is pulling you pulling you to more practical actions. Can't believe you. See, this is what's so funny is you and I are more on the same page with this apocalyptic scenario and normally True. you are the Nick. But I, I maybe it's because I want the Nicks of the world to be right about this. So I'm like, yeah, we should listen to Nick. Let's listen to Nick. But you and I agree. You know, you always agree with Nick. But you're more hypochondriac like I am. Yeah. I'm like, if you two had a child, maybe Rilo will grow up to have my brain. On that note, (laughs) we're going to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're going to jump into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Do you experience stress or have anxiety, chronic pain, or trouble sleeping at least once a week? I mean, I'm sure we all do right now because of the coronavirus. I'm sorry, all of my commercials today about coronavirus, but all of these sponsors, honestly, are very helpful for what's going on right now. Guys, you are not alone. Many of us are very stressed out right now, uh, and feels feels might be a good thing for you. I don't know. I think it's great. What does Feels do? Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. It's easy to take. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. I mean, I was very chill after using Feels. I got to tell you, I'm, you know, wasn't really like a big CBD person. And they sent us some Feels and I thought it was awesome. I really did. I got very, very chill. I went to sleep. It was very blissful. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding the right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects you're after. They also have a real human support. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover, no addiction. That's important. Uh, You know, the Feels community, you can join the whole community, they get uh, to get feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel any time. Pretty cool. Might be something you want to consider. You know, your health is your journey. I got to say that. Uh, feels is, you know, it, it, it's helped a lot of people. So become a member today by going to feels.com slash single and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E. ALS.com slash single to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash single. What have you been reading in the news? So in the midst of all this, my friend sent me this article from Refinery29 with the headline, Wedding Season 2020 is Doomed, according to Susan Miller. I love it. Everybody's like, I never thought I'd say this, but 
can we have 2019 back? Yep. <laughs> um, so this piece is by Erica W. Smith. Uh, when I got this, I was like, surely this is about coronavirus and wow, I feel sad. But actually, it's about a whole other reason that wedding season 2020 is doomed. Uh, apparently, astrologically, it is also not good. According to Susan Miller of Astrology Zone. This the- is all the more reason for you to postpone your wedding one year. I am not postponing my wedding one year. <laughs> Every day I look in the mirror and I see more little wrinkles on my face and more gray hairs and I am a ticking time bomb. I just want to look good in my pictures. You are going to. You look Thank you, so- but I don't have another year left in me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and if you're right, if the super bug is coming, we might as well just do it now. This is true. Before everybody's living in their bunkers. Oh, God. Um, I've been crying every day, you guys. Anyway... <laughs> Susan freaking Miller says that on top of all this shit, Venus and Mars will be in retrograde during peak wedding dates this year. Venus from May 13th to June 25th. That's and when your wedding is happening. Correct. And Mars from September 9th to November 13th. What and asshole friend sent you that this article? spells disaster. Um, they sent it. I will say they sent it before things really hit. Um, but back when it was kind of like, ha ha, gee, I hope my wedding doesn't get canceled uh, before it turned from that to, oh my God, my wedding's going to get canceled. So it, it wasn't as insensitive, but it was still pretty insensitive. Um, so for me, with um, Venus in retrograde, what that means, according to Susan Miller, is let's see, Venus represents affection. And if the planet of love is moving backwards when you tie the knot, that's the birth of your marriage. It affects you. It's in the DNA of your marriage. You don't want to be in a low affection marriage. So her suggestion is that you go to City Hall and you just get married really quickly um, before you know things go into retrograde. But um, And then you can still have your celebration. But as long as the actual marriage happens... Before then, you're okay. I this is what I was kind of recommended to you. I was like, you should just like go to setting hall, like do your thing, and then like you could just, if, especially if your venue is like down for it, then you can, then you'll have like you'll be married, it'll have happened, but then you won't be so stressed. Yeah, but so people are gonna want people are gonna hug you at your wedding. I love Ian. I am so excited to marry Ian. A marriage is about a union of two hearts and souls. However. <laughs> Me freaking out is not me freaking out that I don't get to marry Ian. Me freaking out is that I've been planning a fucking party and I've been spending a lot of money and I want that shit to happen. Yeah. So, but 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 yes, yes. The important thing is that we can always just go to City Hall and and sign some documents and be wed. But yeah, my panic is more about the the event itself. Um, That's fair. But listen, we're still pretty far off. From, from that date. So we're going to see what happens. But just good to know that even if it does happen, my marriage fucked. will be a low affection marriage. Thank you, Susan Miller. Thank you, Susan Miller. You jerk. She, uh, she recommends that if you are also in a similar position to myself and you care about these sort of things, um, you should consult an astrologer because even if you pick a date that sounds like it's outside of these uh, dangerous dates. There might be other stuff going on. Mercury might be in retrograde and we all know that that's bad. So you need to consult your personal astrologer before making any big decisions. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Because uh, we all have personal astrology. Right. Of course. Um, Laura, what are you reading about? So I was reading the New York Times. This is an article called How to Be Healthy in Just 48 Words by Yanni Friedhoff. Um, Yanni wrote this before the coronavirus. So yeah. 
<laughs> so it might not work for coronavirus. No, but but in you general, know, but in general, I felt like this is a good time to read this article because you know if you are trying to fight off a virus and you're trying to fight off coronavirus or just any kind of healthy things in general, sure. Um, you want to have a strong immune system. You want to have. You want to be in good health. So. It's good to just keep things things in mind because while you're not touching your face and you're washing your hands a lot and you're doing your social isolation, if you're doing those three things, these are the things you can keep in mind too. So, uh, so Yanni writes, after practicing family medicine for 16 years with a focus on nutrition and obesity, I've learned that the keys to good health are quite simple to describe. In fact, I believe the best health can be boiled down to 48 words. Those are, don't smoke. Get vaccinated, avoid trans fats, replace saturated fats with unsaturated fats if you can, cook from whole ingredients and minimize restaurant meals, minimize ultra-processed foods, cultivate personal relationships, she said just relationships, but nurture sleep, drink alcohol at most moderately, exercise as often as you can, drink only the calories you love, and that's it. Then Yanni breaks it down a little bit and talks about how smoking remains the leading worldwide cause of preventable deaths, including almost half a million deaths per year. Getting vaccinated, the measles killed 140,000 people worldwide. Most of the fatalities were children under the age of five. That's terrifying. Trans fats increase your risk of heart disease. Um, you know, whenever possible, you should substitute unsaturated fats like olive oil, avocado, nuts, seeds, and fish for saturated fats like meat and dairy. I don't eat meat. I don't eat dairy. So that's good. Nutrition is such a big thing. Um, minimize restaurant meals. I could get definitely a little better about that because you just don't know how much oil and how much salt they put in your food. That's even true. if you think you're getting something healthy, like I was getting these acai bowls from downstairs and I was like, I was eating them all the time. And I was like, kind of like gaining some weight and I was like well, I'm eating just like acai bowls and they just said like acai bowl peanut butter one time I was like can I see the peanut butter you use the peanut butter peanut butter should just have peanuts in it that's all it should have it doesn't need any extra oil peanuts are incredibly oily to begin with all you need is peanuts it had peanuts oil and sugar those were the three ingredients of this fucking peanut butter they were using and I was so mad and then I found out the acai you don't need sugar acai is already sweet enough right they were adding like some kind of like sweetener to it. So I was like, I'm eating like a bunch of sh- – this is a dessert I'm eating every morning. So you just don't know what even healthy places are putting in your food unless you stop and ask. Sure. I will say though, like I do think to have a full happy life, you need little indulgences. Like I think you, like to totally cut out going out to restaurants. No, no. It says limit. Right. Limit. Sure. But like – No, know. just don't eat – you know, if you eat out every single night. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Don't that's, do that. No. That's also just bad for your wallet. Uh, wallet yes i go to restaurants it's one of my f- favorite things to do i love good food yes. it's one of my favorite fun and i love a glass of wine too yes and that's okay yes in it moderation just, moderation in yes moderation. this is what it's saying it's just like if you're getting drunk every night if you're going out to restaurants and you're wondering like why you don't feel your best yes this totally. is why also socialization this is hard right now in the middle of the coronavirus but i'm going to tell you this stat anyway a uh, 2010 meta-analysis involving more than 300,000 people found that mortality risks associated with loneliness were comparable to those associated with smoking and exceeds Ooh. those seen with a lack of physical activity or with obesity. So if you're lonely and you're not hanging out with people, it's not good for your health. 
But hey, if you're social isolating, there you can FaceTime with friends. Absolutely. You can all start a movie at the same time. These and are watch great a movie ideas. together. It's like hanging out. Play words with friends. I don't know. Yes. Um, you know, sleep, obviously important. I don't need to go into that. There's been so many studies on that. And then uh you you asked about alcohol, Angela. So Alcohols thought to lead directly to 90,000 deaths a year in the United States by way of increasing the risk of injuries, violence, heart disease, liver, and cancer. But as with any indulgence, the goal should be the smallest amount you need to like your life. I love that. Beautiful. The smallest amount to like your life. <laughs> and if you need a whole bottle or two, that's not good. No, no, no. That's no. not good. No. Um, exercise, yes, obviously, that's one of the best things you can do for yourself. But but they say, you know, you want to just move as much in the day. So if you do like soul cycle for an hour and then you sit at your desk for like 10 hours, that's going to kill you. Yeah. Um, drink only calories that you love. Yeah, that kind of goes along with drinking. So anyways, just some things to keep in mind when you're feeling a little helpless, like, oh my God, I am washing my hands. What else can I do? Keep those things in, in your yeah. head. All right, it's time to jump into our mailbox, but first we're going to take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Talkspace. Talkspace is an online therapy. It is the most convenient and affordable way to make lasting changes in your life with the support of a licensed therapist. You know, we all have things to do. We're busy. Sometimes taking care of yourself might fall to the bottom of your list, but right now it could not be a more important time to... To have a therapist to talk to, there's a lot of anxiety in the world. Uh, you might be feeling anxious. The world is falling apart. Coronavirus, that's what I've been talking to my therapist every week on the phone about is just the state of the world. Uh, this is how it works. You send your licensed therapist text, audio, picture, or video messages from your phone or computer whenever you need to. You don't have to make appointments or deal with extra commutes. Everything happens with Talkspace's secure platform all on your schedule, which this is just amazing because we can't go anywhere right now anyways. Talkspace matches you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties. So if you have something very specific you want to work on, they'll find someone that's right for you. Once you're matched, you can begin therapy the very same day. The bottom line is that life can be hard. We all know that. We all agree on that right now. And Talkspace wants to give more of us the support we need at a price we can afford. As a listener of the podcast, you can get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use code SINGLE to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's SINGLE and Talkspace.com. We would like to thank our sponsor, Coors Light. That's right. Life today, it's kind of a lot. A lot. That's an understatement, man. It forces us to always be on every now and then. It's important to just stop, crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment. It's made to chill. I don't know about you, but um, my roommate is my husband, Nick, and he's been drinking a lot of more beer lately because, I don't know, you turn on the news. It's crazy. It gets worse every day. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off for a little bit. Stop scrolling online. Stop watching the news. I mean, you should still know what's going on in the world. But when you do choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. 
Coors Light, the mountains on Coors Light's cold-activated bottles, they turn blue when chilled to perfection. I don't know. That's something I think is very cool. Uh, I always liked that kind of stuff when I was a kid. I still like that kind of stuff as an adult when things change colors. All right, guys. That's why Coors Light is the one I choose when I need a moment to chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered. That's amazing because it's best not to leave your house right now. All you got to do is go to get coorslight.com and you'll find local delivery options near you. That's very cool. Get.coorslight.com. Uh, I got to say, need to include a uh, celebrate responsibly. I shouldn't need to say that, but you should know celebrate responsibly. Uh, this is from Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And get yourself a beer, man. You deserve it after this week, this month. All right, Angela, what have we been reading in the mailbox? Okay, first up, we have an anonymous question. Um, the listener writes, I've just started dating someone new. He's smart, sweet, and we've been taking the relationship slow. I need advice on how to talk to him about some of my fears of intimacy. The first time I ever had sex, my now ex-boyfriend compared me to his ex-girlfriend right after. Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, this experience has really messed with my head and makes it hard for me to get out of my head when I'm intimate with someone new. I'm always nervous and find it hard to relax. Any advice? I mean, that was just tacky for for him to compare you to his ex-girlfriend like i mean tacky does like yeah that's the tip of the iceberg that's that's really like gross and fucked up especially when you do it like like right after sex like oh you're just like my ex-girlfriend like i don't know whether it's a positive or negative it doesn't matter comparison you're not yeah we don't want to think that you're thinking about an ex in any way no and you're your own person even though some people have a type and you like look at people Like I was looking at, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but like Elon Musk, he's now, <laughs> Grimes is having a baby. And I, I was, didn't realize that. Yeah, she's pregnant. Anyways. I bet they have a bunker. I, for sure. <laughs> I was like looking at all of his ex-girlfriends and his ex-wives and I was like, they all look the same. <laughs> they definitely have a type. A lot of people have types. Yeah. Um, still, just don't say it out loud if you're dating somebody new. Yeah. Um, but okay, so for you to get this out of your head, hmm, well- now you're with new people, so you're not going to be with this jerky ex. I but, say, but yeah, that's like a shitty first experience that will fuck with you for sure. What your, your your ex doing that, I will say, is not typical. It's not normal. So it's very much his own shit that he was projecting on to yeah. you. I don't – I wouldn't take it as like – I know that this is easier said than done, but whatever he said about you probably was just his own thing and was probably untrue. Um, everybody comes to relationships with different experiences. So the person that you're dating now has had different experiences than your ex-boyfriend has had. Um, and likely is not thinking this thing that you're like afraid that he's thinking. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. They're definitely not thinking about that because this is a new person that you're dating and it's just different. So you're just going to have to Try to not bring the baggage from old relationships into your new ones while acknowledging that like your feelings are valid and maybe just talk it through with the new person that you're with and yeah. kind of explain it. Like let him know if you have certain triggers. Like if you find yourself getting more upset about something than you think maybe that you should be and you can trace it back to like insecurities from your ex, then yeah, that's worth a conversation with this new person and being like, just a heads up, like this particular thing upsets me more than it probably should because of xyz yeah 
Absolutely. What else we got in the mailbox? Okay, this one is from an anonymous listener also, and they write, I'm nearly 20 and have never really dated or kissed a guy, but I've recently gone on a couple dates with a guy who is 25 and we've clicked, but I don't know how to approach the topic of having zero experience when he obviously hasn't. Hmm. Um, I think that, first of all, you say how to approach the topic of having zero experience. I don't really know that that's something that you need to like um, warn him about. We get this a lot. Yeah. We get emails like this a lot. We do. About people saying that they've never really dated, they never kissed a guy. And sometimes we get this email from people that are 15. Sometimes we get this email from people that are 40, even 50. So it spans. My point is every, not everybody, a lot of people seem to feel insecure about their experience. And what's so weird is I can actually relate to this. So Nick became my boyfriend when I was maybe like 23 or 24. And I had dated a lot of people. I had never had a long-term relationship. Whereas, I don't know, it felt like, oh, you know, in middle school, like my friends had boyfriends. And in high school, my friends had boyfriends. And I never really had a boyfriend in high school. And then and then in college, I had boyfriends, but it was only for three months. So, oh, those don't count. Oh, my God. I've, like, never had a boyfriend. I've never had an experience. Like, ugh, am I ever going to be able to? Am I, maybe I'm just not a relationship person. And I really got in my head about this. I had hooked up with lots of people. But because I had never had a long-term relationship and I was 24, oh, God, I'm so old. Um, which is, like, now I look back. I'm like, that's not old at all. That's totally no. normal. I, like, I was so young and I was just waiting for the right person and didn't, you know, didn't want to settle for somebody that I wasn't that into, which I honestly think is better. And I was able to meet more people because of it. Anyways, I got in my head about this, which seems so irrational to me looking back on it now. I'm not saying that you're being irrational, but I just wouldn't get hung up on it. 20 is 20 is like not that old yet. I mean, no, you it's not old at all. I would say any relationship before 20 is uh, sort of a learning experience, but it's very different from any relationships you're going to have moving forward yeah I get because you're still a child before you you know when you're she hasn't kissed somebody yet though so you know I kissed somebody maybe when I was like 13 we're playing some stupid game almost like a spin the bottle type of game and I remember being terrified having to do it in front of people like that wasn't the best first kissed experience by any means so hopefully your first kissed experience will be a little better than mine I can get being hung up on the fact that you've never kissed somebody Sure. But it's also, you're dating somebody now. This is your opportunity. It's not that hard. You're going to figure it out, to be honest with you. Before my, I had kissed like during Truth or Dare and all that stuff. But before I went on my first like real date date, I literally Googled how to kiss. And then we made out. And I actually do think I had, like I said to the guy, like, oh, I never kissed anybody before. And then he was like, I can't believe you've never kissed someone before. You're so good at it. And Oh, like, there you go. Yeah, I Googled it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I Googled how to do it. Except I didn't tell him that. But so like my point is you could Google it. You you don't have to. Whatever. You're going to – it's like you're going to figure it out. Right, right, right. right you're going right. to do what feels good. You're not going to like lick his face from his chin up to his forehead. You've watched <laughs> like, you enough, don't know what you're doing. You've watched enough movies. You're exactly. Gonna, you're going to figure it out. He's not going to – I know that like that fear of like he's going to kiss me and no. He's going to immediately know that I've never done this before. He definitely isn't going to know. No, because know. also everybody has different preferences when it comes to kissing. So I feel like I've kissed differently in every relationship. Yes. Because you kind of have to find out like what works for both of your styles and both of your mouths. And so he's not going to know. You've kissed – you've seen people kiss in movies <laughs> 
And just, you know, if anything, like hold back on the tongue a little bit. Sure. Wait for his tongue. Yeah. Go slow. Um, yeah, I would say like, I would say like if anything, like go slow and any weird stuff you do, they're going to think is like a cool little kink. Right. Honestly. Like, Where did she learn that? Yeah. For <laughs> real. For real. So just don't get in your head about it. It's true. And don't feel like you have to apologize for your lack of experience. No. Just own it. We hope that's helped. If any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any messages you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Please be concise, a paragraph or less. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is how to relax with somebody new. It's inspired by our two listeners who wrote in this week. Um, so they always say people are attracted to confidence, which is absolutely true, but that's not really something that you can fake. And if you're nervous and if around new people and new relationships in particular make you nervous, what can you do? What can you do about that? It's hard. There's a few things that you can do. You know, oh God, it's so hard because like even when I'm meeting like a new friend and I feel like I'm it feels like dating all again, you know? Yeah. It's like a new friend that I'm trying to like court as one of my, my new, it's hard to make friends right. in your adult years. Like I still get nervous. That's obviously I'm not single anymore, but I can still relate to the feeling and I can remember what it feels like to feel like I can't relax around somebody new. Um, I don't know. The, the other person's probably nervous too, even if they don't seem to be like Definitely. that can kind of help, you know, help you chill out and like keep things in mind. Um, I don't know. I know we give this advice a lot, but it really works in almost every situation. Ask questions and have the other person talk about themselves. That's the best way to make somebody feel closer to you because when somebody talks about themselves, they're going to feel closer to you. And it's the easiest way to kind of not have to stress about, about yourself or what's going on in your head and your own insecurities. It's just ask questions about someone else and, you know, just ask smart questions, be, you know, don't make it like an interview, be aware when they, you've hit a topic that maybe they don't want to talk about or they don't have a lot to say about. And then you can always relate it back to yourself. Like, oh, that's so interesting. I, you know, and I've also, you know, liked that board game or I've also been to whatever country we can no longer go to because it's banned, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're all our own worst self-critic. So, you're probably thinking that you're like a nervous wreck and like seeming like a total freak. Like I've been in that position so many times, like when I was dating and even as Laura talks about just now meeting new people, like you go home and you're like, oh, I acted so weird. Like I couldn't relax. I wasn't myself. Totally. But like that is most likely not how you were coming across to the other person. Like no. this is all going on inside your head. I'm sure on the outside, you seem like a totally normal, calm chick. Um, so, or a guy, or a guy, totally happens to guys. So yeah, you just gotta like breathe a little, not be so hard on yourself, and know that like the the way you're presenting to the world is probably fine. Your brain will eventually catch up the more comfortable you get and the more time you spend with another person. Well, at the same time, you're gonna be more comfortable and you're gonna be more yourself the more time, just like Angel said. But also realize this is somebody new. I always find it kind of honestly off-putting if I meet somebody for the first time and they're like so comfortable that they're just like feet up and like, and like, ugh, oh my God, like, 
I can't yes. even think of an no. example. That I mean, is, like, that's way more of a red flag that's if way somebody more is, like, overly familiar. Yeah. Like, Strangers I, should be a little strange. And, like, I don't know, Angel. I, we've even, like, had, like, podcast guests on that we've never met before. And they, like, and it's, like, it's a professional relationship. But I'm, it's very casual, especially the nature of our podcast. But there's yeah. been, like, a couple of people where they come in and I'm, like, do you think you, like, met me in another life? Or, like, <laughs> it's almost just so... It's almost just like it's, it just makes me so uncomfortable that they're that they're that comfortable yes. around me, and I'm a very like chill, kind of relaxed person. But do you know the people that I'm talking about? I do because there's a fine line between like I love the kind of person who is like super friendly and makes you feel like comfortable and like you're you've been friends almost you like know? you've been friends for a long time. But then there's I love also that. people who sort of do that and then cross that line and, and they make assumptions and you're like, Whoa. <laughs> or they just like it's just their behavior they're not like oh hey they're like oh hey sorry like I was just on the phone with with uh with like my mom my mom's like like going through menopause and like my dad I was like I literally just met you five minutes ago you know if like sometimes you can meet somebody with and in a first hour talk about really intimate things mm -hmm. and that naturally come up and it's yeah. like wow I just got really deep with someone I just met and those right. are the most beautiful special moments but you can't force that. So don't just just have a little social awareness. Totally. Um, and yeah. And like I, the only other thing I would say, I guess, is like remember that it's a two-way street. And sometimes we get so distracted making sure that we are perfect and not seeming nervous and like calming down that you have to remember this other person is sort of auditioning for you in a way. Like remember that you have to like that person and, and like – don't get so caught up with like, I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect. Like, is the other person perfect? Probably not. Absolutely. And on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. Just breathe. We all need to relax. We all have lots of reasons that we need to relax right now. Um, and there's lots of ways to do this. I came up with a game just for Laura, actually. It's based on Yay. one of Laura's favorites, yoga, a great relaxing activity um, inspired You know by I that. love yoga. I, I just do. wrote a piece for The New Yorker yes. about yoga and the coronavirus. So it's as timely as ever. Um, inspired by that, we'll be playing a game called Yoga Pose or Cancel TV Show. I'm so stoked for this surprisingly they share very similar names so we're gonna see if you know the difference let's do this wild thing yoga um, or canceled tv show canceled tv show what it's God, apparently really a yoga. Yoga. i'm turning <laughs> that down uh so it's a yoga pose obviously i went for the more western names oh yes because you it would be too hard with the Okay, so there the is a pose that's called, like, some people call it, well, there's star pose. And yes, Wild Thing yes. is a pose, but, like, people call it rock star pose also. So that's what I okay. mostly know it by rock star pose. Rock star pose slash some people call it Wild Thing. Yes, yes, that's okay. true. I okay. forgot about that. Uh, next, Firefly. Uh, TV show. I've never heard of that. Yes and no, it's actually both. Oh. Yeah. I've been doing yoga for 11 years, so this is blowing my mind. I'm happy to blow your mind. This is great. Okay. Angel. Yoga pose or canceled TV show? It has to be a TV show. I've never heard of this one. Correct. Is the, the Buffy spinoff Angel. Okay, good. Uh, Fallen Angel. TV show. Fallen what? Angel is allegedly a yoga pose. Uh, maybe I just go to these studios that 
that use the the original yogi name which is probably for the best yeah but you know us us westerners can't help but rename shit to cutesy little things so that's what this is um okay next we just did fallen angel okay dark angel tv show correct starring jessica alba was canceled um pushing daisies that's a tv show that was a great fantastic like yes really like not cerebral is like the wrong word but but um very bizarre TV yes. show. That and was they did musical great. episodes, which you know I love. It was really cool. Um, bring Pushing Daisies back or binge it while you're in self-isolation. Uh, finally, last one, Rockstar. That is a yoga pose. Correct. Which is the same as the first. All right. That was a fun game. Thanks yeah. so much for, for making that. Of course. Uh, well, guys, we hope that that maybe this episode... I don't know, give you a little inspiration for how to chill out and relax when you're dating somebody new or give you a little laughter in these dark yeah. times. Let's all take a breath together, shall we? Shall we? Smell the flowers, blow out the candle. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why Your Single Podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. And you can check out my new book, Cinderella on, and the Glass Ceiling, on all of those places. Also, both those books will be a little escapism and make you laugh. Sit around the glass ceiling just came out last week. No, yeah. last month. Yay. Check it out. <laughs> um, you can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of our sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on this is by your single show.com. We are also on social, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. That was a headgum podcast.